So, so here's something that's kind of been on. Here's something that's kind of been on my on my mind recently. Like, okay, guys. So, like you 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 guys vaguely remember the '80s and '90s, right? I mean, no. Like vaguely, you have some recollection of the time period. I mean, I, I know it from you know of like of like what it was like. I know about it from from culture and whatever, but. Uh... I you were alive for the 90s, Oh, I thought though, you... Sorry, Chris. yeah. You were, I thought you, you just were said there. the 80s. Sorry. Well, I mean, 80s and 90s, but yeah. Like... I remember the 90s, sure. Exactly. Right. Well, like, okay. So, you guys remember how, like, action movies were, like, ubiquitous and, like, just everywhere at the time? Yeah. Like, you remember how much, like, those were just, like, the biggest movies? Yeah. Like, before Blockbusters, like, that was the, that was the thing. I'm gonna be honest, I actually don't um, really remember that because I mostly was watching Disney movies as a kid, so... Well, I guess that's fair, but <laughs> I, I certainly recall very distinctly that being the case. Um, and, like, you know, like, Stallone and Schwarzenegger, uh, Van Damme, and Seagal, just they were everywhere, right? Oh man, I haven't thought about Steven Seagal in a long time. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, Steven Seagal. Remember him? No, Remember Steven no one Seagal does. Kids? He's oh, lost some to people us. Do. <laughs> oh, there's an entire tangent we could go on right there, but yeah, geez, <laughs> Steven Seagal. What? Hmm? Hmm? Um, my actual point, my actual point is um. Have you guys noticed that superhero movies are basically the action movies of today? Yes, I have noticed that. Have you noticed that, that, like, they don't make new action movies? No, they just have superheroes now. (laughs) They've realized there's a market for this, and they're gonna use it. (laughs) Yeah, and that's it's really weird how there are like you don't get like um like like a military sort of action movie anymore. Or if you do their garbage. The way that we perceive them. Actually. Actually, well, you know what? Hang um, on, I take that back. I take that back. The newest Mission Impossible, very good movie. But you hate Tom Cruise. I do, but that's a very good movie. I think it's Fallout, <laughs> Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes, that's a really good movie. A good action movie. Yes, it belongs to a uh, series that, you know, has existed for a while, but <laughs> still. Yeah, that goes back to the 90s. Yes, it does. That goes back to the it 90s. It does, but somehow, so. but somehow still ends up being a really good film even though some of those movies were not uh yeah no like a lot of the mission impossible yeah. movies but no fallout is really good. good fallout is actually a really good action movie well, that's good I'm, I'm glad there's well but that okay okay is it an action movie or is it a spy thriller what how that's, do you define a, a spy thriller i would always like okay i personally would not consider like the James Bond movies mm-hmm. or uh, Jason Bourne. A lot of JBs in the spy community. <laughs> now that I think about it, but I, I would not consider. <laughs> a little weird. A little weird how that works. But mm-hmm. I, I would not consider those uh, the, the Jack Reacher movies. Uh, I would not consider any of those like strictly action movies. Those are like those are you know espionage films. And I I, I think that that applies to well, like, like what if there's you know, helicopter the Mission fights? Impossible movies. Okay, The Matrix has helicopter fights. That's and The Matrix is an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Matrix, yeah, the, the Matrix is an action movie, and I, I may have undermined my point a little bit there, but I just, 
I just don't think necessarily that. I just don't think necessarily okay. that. Uh, this movie, this movie does not stop. How about this? The pacing is always going. Like it doesn't slow oh down. I'm not kidding, John. You are on. You are strapped in our stop. roller coaster for it's this movie. Happening. It does not slow down. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going. It's the never-ending story. Wait, Crystal, are you talking about Mission Impossible or the never-ending story? Because you it's easy to get those confused. <laughs> wow, no, never-ending story is super boring. Wow, I rewatched that again no, like it's a month super ago. Not. What are you talking about? I rewatched about? never-ending story a month ago, and I was like, this is so boring. Neverending story is not. No, you're a liar. It's so boring. It's a good story. I remember. I haven't seen it in a, 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 in, a in a grip, but I have not seen it in a while. I'm gonna be honest. I saw it once, a long time ago. Just once. Yeah, huh? I, I feel like that a, was enough for me. Yeah, I had seen it as a kid, so I decided to watch it again. I was like, oh, it's on Netflix, so I watched it, yeah, and I was yeah, like, sure. oh my gosh, is this gonna end? <laughs> now I will wow. say there are things in it that make me. Th- like think of you and Bossy because there's a lot of like I feel like it's similar to the whole Dark Crystal Labyrinth sort of thing that was happening at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's things in it that are, that are like that that are kind of cool, but like the story on the whole. I mean, I guess it was like kind of a big deal because it was like, oh my gosh, the kid, the reader is like engaged in the story, and now ah, the story knows about the reader, and I was like, wow. But I mean, it's still very slow paced for. <laughs> A better, a better uh, movie that that does that even better than Never Ending Story, which I love, um, is The Page Master. Um, I haven't seen that. Oh my gosh, I have Master. not thought about that in a long time either. Oh my either. gosh, Macaulay uh-huh. Culkin! The, yeah. What? I had the game yeah, for Macaulay that. Culkin. Why does he look like Harry Potter is my first question. Yeah. Did J.K. Rowling base Harry Potter on Macaulay Culkin? Probably, yes. Oh, my gosh. The, the answer I always assumed is yes. Always. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she I'm did. Look sure at this that's... picture of him. Sig. Yeah. Sig, insert yeah, I, this into the video, assumed... Sig, because look. He's he's freaking blonde Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bring it on screen there, Sig. Uh-huh. When did the Page Master come out? 1994. Because uh, that was, like, late. Okay, 94. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely she stole the, the yep. entire thing. <laughs> Stole the entire look. <laughs> actually, he just uh, needs to actually, have like now a, that I think a about lightning-shaped it, scar on there. Yeah. That's all he needs. N- well, you now, Sig, now that I think about it, there is a scene in that movie where Macaulay Culkin lifts his hair up off of his off of his forehead, and you see a lightning-shaped scar there. <laughs> I do, rem- I do remember that now. Now that you think, now that you mention that. Also, I'm pretty sure that he fights a dark lord named Voldemort. Guys, I think that she may have just stole the entire plot from Pagemaster. I think, I think she's a plagiarist, a pagerist, if you will. Oh my word! This just makes me wonder. This just makes me wonder, though, if Macaulay Culkin was still a child when the Harry Potter movies were being made, would he have been Harry Potter? Definitely. <laughs> Almost yes. assuredly. <laughs> yes. Almost absolutely yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Original Name Do Not Steal the Podcast for regular people. I am Johnny Jet, joined at this time by my co hosts, Crystal and Sig. How's it going this week, guys? Hey. It's snowy today, not the whole week, I wish. Because then I wouldn't have to go anywhere. But then I wouldn't get paid, so it's a toss-up. Oh, that's 
I mean, it's a bit cold here, but it's not that cold. A bit cold. Sick. Uh, what is it? 75 degrees? I mean... Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Sick. It's a bit it's cold. It's in the 40s Our here. Our spring weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's super comfortable, but Sig's a little chilly. A little nippy. Listen, all I'm Florida. saying is that someone in Florida left the air conditioner on outside, and that's... Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's my how word. it is. Gonna, it's, it sounds like Florida is going to have a little bit of a heating bill. Yeah. A little I mean, bit of a heating you know. bill. No, they're gonna get that in floods. But you know, um, you know, we do have bills around here too. Here, what? not just in, not just where I live, not where where I live necessarily, but also, yes, definitely where I live. And you know, a good way to help us pay those bills and continue to provide you with this uh, amusing, fun content, uh, we have a little little Patreon set up. What a Patreon? Yeah, it's a, it's a website. Where you can donate money to, to artists that you like. I would be shocked if my name was not on it. <laughs> well, Sig, <laughs> you you will not be shocked because, it, in fact, it turns out your name is on it. Put the Patreon on the screen now. Oh, we can't do that? Don't have the... Okay, don't put it on the screen, Sig, but link below in the description. And uh, people can, can go down there and maybe, maybe you know, chip in a little bit of money to help us keep the lights on. If you feel like it. If you do, we uh, promise... we're spread across three states. If you do, we promise to add uh, more content. I don't promise that. <laughs> I promise nothing and we'll deliver less. No one's using that anymore, so I can. Oh, it's sad but true. So yeah, yeah, welcome to Original Name Do Not Steal, the podcast for regular people where we promise nothing and deliver less. <laughs> Sounds about right. We don't get any money. We don't have any money. We have nothing. Not yet, but wait until that sweet Patreon. <laughs> sweet Patreon, in. one dollar, if anybody even does it. So, John, we were talking about action movies. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah. I noticed that this podcast is like a week after the last one. What's uh, what's up with that, John? Why, why you brought us out here well, now for this? Well, okay, well, I've gathered you here today for the obvious reason. To kill Superman. Oh, thank goodness. Finally. I kind of feel like he's yes, doing finally. a good job of that himself at the box office, but okay. <laughs> oh, oh, such a bummer. That's such a bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I really, I really hope that there's a good Superman movie down, down the line here, because we haven't had one of those since Christopher Reeves. That was, mm, that was a bummer. Have we ever? A bummer. We haven't had one of those since the... Yes, mm, Superman and Superman 2 are good movies. I mean, you keep saying that, no, but all I remember is being bored. And it's still true. <laughs> well, you don't like movies from the 70s, so... No, I don't like Superman is what it is. That's lame, though, Crystal. You should like Superman. It's, he's did you just cool. say he's lame, so I should like him? No, you no, you're you're lame for not liking him. Oh, he's cool. I, he's, he's just too perfect. He's okay. You can make the argument he's too he powerful. He is a Mary but Sue. A he is a dude. male Mary Sue. That's what he's it not. is. No. No. Yes! It's not. Okay. I kind no, of. He's not. I kind of agree with Crystal here. See. Okay. All right, this is not what I called you here for, but I guess I'm defending Superman instead of killing him. I guess I'm here to defend the, the, the good Superman. He definitely is a good character. He's not... Okay. I didn't say he wasn't a good character. I just said people, he's boring. 
No, he's not if he's handled correctly, though. Like, Superman, if written correctly, is not a boring character. He's a, he's a really in, intriguing and amazing character. Because the, 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 the crux of a good Superman story is... Well, you, you can tell a lot of different stories with the character, but, like, at the heart of the character, you have a guy who he can do anything right he can he can he can do anything he can he can crush uh you know mountains down into diamonds he could he could he could and he could terraform the sahara desert sure by hand if he so chose he can make he can a, a key out of a star apparently yeah yeah he can do that too um and and then lift that he can lift lift the resulting super dense material yes to open his yeah. Superman. Door to the Fortress of Solitude. That's so stupid. Yes. That is so dumb. No, it's not. That's real cool. No, you're stupid. That's cool. That's really cool. No one else could lift it up. Could you? Couldn't. Stupid Batman can't lift that. Superman's cool. You just but, need a lockpick. No. Come on. You can't pick that lock. It's gonna be open with a big star. I bet Rocket could do it. Rocket would blow it up. No, he couldn't. <laughs> He couldn't. This is made of Kryptonian stuff, Crystal. What if Rocket Crystal? could find something? But Rocket Raccoon could not get inside the Fortress of Solitude. He could, because he's from the Marvel Superman. Universe. There's got to be something better in the Marvel <laughs> Universe he could take over there. No, no, no. You're being dumb, because Marvel... He would climb no, up the garbage chute, no. is what he would do. That's true, he would. This is going off the rails way too fast here. No. If you ever want to derail no. John, start right. arguing about superheroes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Going off the rails way too fast here. No. No. Superman, okay, a good Superman story, right? You got a guy who can do anything, right? He can accomplish any task. Right. He, he, limitless power, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the best way to approach a character like that is not to ask, okay, well, how do you challenge a character like that? Because you, you can't, not really. Like you can you can put him up against someone that's bigger and stronger and uh, like have them punch each other a lot, and and that's like a, that's a way to approach that, but that's not necessarily compelling. The way to approach a good Superman story is not with action, it's it's with character drama. The best way to approach a Superman story is with something more philosophical and internal, uh, because Superman is it though. Yes, because the challenge of Superman is he can do anything. He could he could change everything, like e everything. He's you know if you are going like like with Silver Age Superman, he's also like super intelligent and just he could solve all the world's problems. But the thing is that takes away free will. That that destroys the world and it changes it. It, it, it takes away the agency of humanity. And it makes him into a dictator. It necessarily does. Because changing things, fixing things, going to places that that could be radically changed with the application of his power, that takes away the agency of people. And that's that's the 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 drama of Superman. That is the heart of the character. How far is too far? What is too much? I mean, what I, level of interference is too much interference? I'm not necessarily arguing that that 
is boring like because I get that and I understand that as like a, a cool character thing the thing that I find boring is the thing that everyone does with a lawful good character is that they make them have no personality and I feel like Superman not not like who he is not like the moral dilemma that he's always facing about how far is too far or whatever but just like the way he acts and talks is super bland it can be but it doesn't have to be. Here's my issue, Go on. though. My <laughs> issue is I actually agree with you, John, that that's the way it should be. Um, my issue is that doesn't seem to be the way it actually is. In that... I, I if, do not... If, I'm not disagreeing hold with on, that. If there was oh. a Superman movie that was written, by, uh, written like Black Panther, that would be amazing. I haven't seen Black John Panther. Seen it's, the one. One, it's my one blind spot. It's my one blind spot. It's basically, you had to hit the one that I haven't seen. It's, it's kind of like what you're describing, only without like uh-huh. Superman or the hero being all powerful. Example, like uh, without being all powerful. Yeah, but T'Challa, I think, is a really good example of that and done well. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're right, Sig. John, you need to watch Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I very much would like to. It's the one I, I haven't really seen really love yet, T'Challa but... as a character, and I, to me, so you can you feel free to agree or disagree. I think he's a lawful good character, don't you? Yeah, I, I think he's lawful good. Yeah. Yeah, um, but he's he's one that's done really well to me. From from what I've seen, he definitely fits the he fits the tropes of being a paragon. Yeah, uh, from from everything I've seen of him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he definitely fits the tropes of being a paragon and of being lawful good. Yeah, um, I, I'm gonna agree with you, Sig, that Superman is not often handled well. Um, but I think under competent writers, you get that kind of Superman. Under competent writers, um, Superman. A, a good Superman story shouldn't be a, a, a big action movie thing, which like there's an appeal to that, and there's like it, it's kind of cool to an extent to watch that, but it's that's empty, and it's it's pointless to do that with a character like that. It, it undermines the potential of that character. But with competent writers, you don't focus as much on on that aspect. Like, yeah, he, put, he puts on the tights, he flies around, he punches, you know, Brainiac or whatever. But a, a good Superman story is about the character and his relationship with humanity and, and an examination of his own humanity, uh, of how far is too far, and of how he interacts with other regular people. That's the crux of a good Superman story. And I can give you, uh, off the top of the dome piece, I can give you two good Superman stories uh, from the with somewhat recent years mm-hmm. um, that are, are outstanding examples of the character. Uh, one is uh, Superman Earth-1, which is, uh, you don't have to have any pre- previous knowledge of anything that happened in, D- in DC or anything because it's its own self-contained universe. Superman Earth-1, is an examination of Superman. He, he moves to Metropolis from Smallville. He gets an apartment. And you know, he does some Superman stuff too. But like the, the, the stuff that shines in that book is him applying for different jobs because he wants to help his mom. And, and 
Uh, and that's the whole reason he moves to Smallville, or to, from Smallville to Metropolis. He moves to the city because he wants to get a high-paying job because his dad died and he needs to support his mom. Hmm. And that's just such a great, that's just such a, a beautiful, like, human thing. No, I think, and, I think you're uh, right that, like, his human interactions are probably the best, the best thing he can have. Um, hmm? Almost kind of needs, almost kind of needs, like, a, I don't actually know the name for the TV shows are just like about people's lives it's not really a sitcom because it's not technically funny not, but not a sitcom but uh you know what i'm talking about right what is the yeah i know what you're talking about yeah like a very yeah, smallville-esque yeah, I, I, I guess the, the show smallville-esque yeah. i suppose mm, yeah, sure, um, but exploring sure. the, his relationships with people seems like it would probably be the most interesting way to show superman yeah yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, and, you because otherwise you don't I, see I, his personality. I feel like you just see this big strong man in the yes. cape who is a silent hero or whatever. I absolutely, I absolutely agree. Um, and that's like that's a flawed way to approach the character. If, if you're approaching him purely from the superhero standpoint, um, then it's it's not as compelling. Right, think about now, it. Think you, about it like, this way. If Jesus showed up like that in the Bible, we probably wouldn't like him as much. <laughs> <laughs> see, well, see, that's actually uh, this is actually something I've been going back and forth with recently in 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 theology. Is like in 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 the Bible, we don't see a lot of like just Jesus's human moments. But we see his we interactions like, with not people. We, he's always interacting with we other do. people. Yes. Yes, and that's that's what Superman should do in a good Superman story. We should see him like just helping people. As Superman, it's not about him punching people. Violence is like a like a last resort sort of right. thing because when you're someone as powerful as Superman, a guy robbing a bank with an Uzi is not going to actually pose any threat right. to you. There's no reason for you to, you know, like actually ex- escalate yeah. to violence or anything. Just, you, you know, you a strong a stern look from Superman. You almost have to pull like a Sabrina the Teenage Witch move with it, right? The good one, not the new one. Um, nothing, not, not the Netflix with like a, what you have all this power as at this age. What are you gonna do with it? Sort of yes. situation. Yeah. That's the power that normal people don't have. <laughs> exactly. That's that is the way to approach to approach a Superman story. Uh, you you humanize him. You bring him down to the, to the street level. When he's Clark Kent, you show his interactions mm-hmm. with other people. And I want to um, see him be like goofy or, or or something, not just like stoic and that's, whatever nonsense. That is legit, legitimately Superman Earth One really nails that because he seems like such a doofus as like, Clark Kent. Well, he should and be right. Like his interactions that. with people should yeah. be a little bit clunky. Yeah, he's super. He ab- no pun intended. He super should be. He absolutely should be just a dorky <laughs> dude in his regular life. Because that's that's who he is. If I saw I've a Superman never, like that, I've, I would really. I think I would really like Superman. It's just that I feel like a lot of people really miss that mark there. I I absolutely agree with you. Um, Superman Earth One is one of the the like a really good Superman story. Like it's. It's kind of a cookie cutter for a, a little bit because it's you know it's doing the, the it's doing the basic thing of you know well how do we establish him as Clark Kent and as Superman with big alien invasion and Superman saves the day and, and and so he's got to be Superman now and that's the reason he's Superman fine you got to establish trips on that so it's a little bit of a slow build but when you actually issue two by like by the by issue two it's it's really good 
because uh, you're seeing just the the interactions between him and just regular people, right. and like how he he takes a job at the Daily Planet in that book, not because he really, not because it's like the highest paying job or because it's going to be really well, it's not going to do well for him, but because like he finds that he enjoys the written word and how he's able to interact with people through that. Plus it's a newspaper um, so he can keep an eye on what's going on. Well that was the that was the, the original <laughs> comic book reason that he worked at, at newspapers. <laughs> um, yes, that is the original comic book reason. But but yeah, um, it, it's just such a really well done thing because uh, you you see the, the human side of Superman. I feel like that would come out Another better in a book. comic book for sure. <laughs> It, it, it definitely does. You could you could do a good Superman movie based on Earth One. I feel like if they mm. let go um, of this notion that they have to have a stoic person, then yes. Yeah, if they stop trying to make Superman Batman, yeah, they'd have some good <laughs> Superman movies going on. Oh. Man of Steel is a bad movie because for like the majority of it, Bruce Wayne is for some reason acting like. Dressing like Superman. Okay. I don't get it. I don't know why, but Man of Steel, basically, they turn Clark Kent into Bruce Wayne. That's what they. He goes off on his stupid world trip and and oh, yeah. just, Man of Steel he's was all the grumpy and stuff. Boring. And he, yeah, Man of Steel is a bad, awful movie. It's so it, it doesn't it doesn't do well with Superman, <laughs> but but. But if you did something like Superman Earth 1, you could do a really good Superman movie with that. Another comic uh, from somewhat recent times, universally lauded pretty much, is, and then this is I think, this is my favorite Superman story period. All-Star Superman. All-Star Superman is basically the story, it, it basically asks the question, hey, what if Superman got cancer? Can he get cancer? In that book, well, yes. Well, he's an alien. Can, is he susceptible to our diseases? Well, he did grow up here as a baby, though, didn't he? In that story, Superman goes off into space to rescue some astronauts who were being uh, hit with a... Uh, I believe they're hit with, like, a, a solar flare. And Superman flies in there, pushes their shuttle out of the way to save their lives, but he gets bombarded with yellow sun radiation. Yellow sun radiation gives Superman his powers, normally. However, what happens in this particular case is he's hit with so much of it that it oversaturates his cells with yellow sun radiation, and his cells start to break down. So, basically, it's it's the story of, okay, so what happens if someone with godlike power just starts slowly dying? What, how does he spend his last days? How, how does Superman... And this is a, a very Silver Age Superman. He's got... He can move planets and push, you know, stars around. Very Silver Age Superman. This is a physical god. What happens when a physical god starts just slowly dying and there's no way to fix it? Okay, What does but, he do um, in his last days? I feel like that's not cancer. I feel like that's radiation poisoning. Which is like uh, yeah, entirely okay. as close to cancer hairs. as he can get, really. <laughs> it, it's as cl- well. It, I, I'm using cancer as an analogy. Right, it's right. not because it, it's it's it. Yeah, it is more like radiation poisoning, but it's as close you know, to cancer as yeah. he can get. 
it's as close to cancer as yeah. It, it's it just Superman's cells are slowly breaking down, and he is he is waning in power, and he's dying. He becomes he becomes significantly more powerful because he's being he has been supercharged by all of this radiation, but at the same time he is he is slowly dying because of it. So, but we're here to talk about action book. movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, we are. We are here to talk about action movies, but you've already derailed that. No, so I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Superhero stories have they've usurped, uh, they've usurped, like action movies, and we don't really have a lot of like 80s or 90s level like action movies going on anymore. Um, and like we had like a brief, I wouldn't even say resurgence, really. Like around the time that uh, that Stallone came back and did the the last Rambo movie, and then uh, and and then he he went ahead and he did uh, Expendables, right? And that was like a big last hurrah for the '80s action genre. You're you're right. You're not right? wrong. When I type in action movies into Google, it's mo- it's like mostly superhero movies. Yeah. But John Wick's also yeah. on there, and I forgot about John Wick for a hot second. There are a few. There are a few action movies that are still going on, and, and they're, but they're they're nowhere near as prominent. We don't see it. Oh yeah, anymore. you're not wrong. We don't see them as much. Thinking about it though, there's like one type of action movie we never have anymore, and that's the kung fu action movies. Which makes me really upset yeah. because I love kung fu action movies. I'm really yeah. mad. Yeah, honestly, if we had more wuxia, if we had more wuxia, that. It'd be, that'd be pretty cool. I know that Jackie Chan is all trying for... to be serious and whatever now, but he could still do a kung fu action movie and be serious. He kind of was the, yeah, no, was that, like the last one that they made. Was it like Kill Bill or something? I feel like that Maybe. was it. The la- well, that was a that's an homage, I'd say. But like that came around the same time as like uh, like uh, Crouching Tiger. That came around the same time as Crouching Tiger. Is IP Man after that or? Before? Ip 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 Man, Crystal. Yeah, Ip whatever. Man. I haven't actually seen it. I just it, know about it. The, no, John, it's about it, it networking. Very... It's an IP Wait, man. was Kung Fu Panda the last Kung Fu action movie? Oh my gosh, you <laughs> okay. might actually be right. Be... Oh no, my I'm gosh. Wrong, I'm wrong. I'll, I'll... Ip, Ip Man 2 was 2010 and Kung Fu Panda is 2008. Okay. What's the last Kung Fu Panda? What about Kung Fu Panda 3? Oh, no one cares about those. Those count. Those are wuxia. Those are like actually genuinely faithful like wuxia genre films. Those are yeah, but I yeah. feel like one of the Kung Fu Panda movies. I can't remember which one was not as good. Well, I mean, even if it wasn't as good, it probably still should count, honestly. It, it well, okay. okay, in in China it does. Right. China considers those like to be legitimate wuxia films. Sure. And and that's so, the biggest market that actually matters. <laughs> It, it really is, because that's where the movies come from. So, are we just not you know taking what movies I would, from China I, I, anymore? Is that, like, what's going on? Not, yeah, we're not we're not taking as many from China anymore. Um, and, well, I miss Kung Fu like, action movies. They're, my, they're like yeah, the ones yeah, I no, watched the uh, most as a kid. Jackie yeah. Chan, like, all the time. Yeah, Bruce Lee's movies are classic, Bruce too. Bruce Lee, yeah. <gasps> Wait! There was that new Karate Kid in 2010, also. Jackie yes, Chan. the 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 one movie that Jaden Smith made that anyone liked. Yep. yep. 
because Jackie Chan was in it. <laughs> no, no, nah, hey, Jaden. Jaden does a very good job in that movie. Jaden does a very good job. Oh man, I haven't thought about. I haven't thought about uh, Karate Kid in a minute, but Cobra's real. Cobra Kai is really good. That's not a movie, still, but man, I still have not gotten around to looking at any of that. You, you need to. You need to watch that. I need to find out if, when the next season of that's coming out. Because oh man, I remember shilling for that, and that's a really good series. Um, it is no. It's not a kung fu action movie at all. But it made, you just made me think of that because we brought up the the kung fu kid. So. So somehow. I'm sorry, I don't want to derail this anymore, but... Why not? We're way off the rails at this point. I can't tell from this poster if this is a Chinese Western movie, but it kind of looks like it is. Uh, bring it up on bring it up on screen? Okay. I, I, you're it, commenting this, on something this, uh, I can't see, so... This is apparently in multiple languages. <laughs> There's French on there as well. I, I know nothing of this movie. I don't either. I just saw it while I was looking up. Uh, it was from 1994. I know nothing of it, but I mean, <laughs> sure. It definitely looks pretty cool, honestly. But doesn't it look, it kind of looks like it was a Western? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to like derail yeah. everything. At this point, action. I don't know what the rails are. We were talking the rails about are. action movies and superhero movies taking over that role, basically. Yeah, and and the, and now the disappearance of you know what else has disappeared that we could probably bring back, and that they've tried to bring back a little bit, but they failed at it. You know what I'd really like to to see come back mm. a little bit. Hmm. What? Can we get? We should get some. We should get some more exploitation movies, and, and specifically more black exploitation. I think that the, the the genre and the culture is just ripe for it right now. They've tried uh, recently to to kind of make some sort of homages that didn't do very well. Like they they made Proud Mary, which is bad. Mm-hmm. It's a bad movie, and they made Superfly, which is forgettable because it, it's a, it's a it's a remake of a good movie of a good movie that people like and that seriously influenced culture. Um, but. The thing is, what would that even look like with a, a 2019-ish what? audience? I mean, those movies were very oh, distinctly... Oh, you mean with all these super sensitive millennials? No, I mean... Those you mean all these, are... these overly offended millennials? Those movies were very distinctly 70s and 60s and that kind of thing. They, it was very... They are, but you can... St- you, could, it was... you could make modern exploitation. Well, mo- and what would it look like? Well, John, on, do you Chris. count Mad Max Fury Road, then? Because the Mad Max That's films are technically exploitation movie. movies. No, they're not. They're post-apocalyptic. They're not exploitation. They're in no way. They're in no way exploitation. Yeah, they're, they're certainly not black exploitation, which is the genre I'm specifically oh, yeah. talking about. Specifically talking about black exploitation. I want a new Blackula. That would be interesting. I want a new Blackula. 2019 version of that. Yeah, That'd new Blackula in 2019. Probably with Denzel Washington in the title role this time. What's um, he been doing recently? Not not Blackula. We can do it, do it though. Give, it, give him Blackula. Let's see where he goes. He can really sink his teeth into the role. <laughs> yeah. I I, I want to see more black exploitation because I because it's uh, th- like I feel like that's the one. Eat yeah? yourself is the obvious choice. 
He just, he gets all the roles now. Well, is it his fault he's so beautiful, John? No. He is beautiful, (laughs) though. (laughs) (laughs) You could give it to Michael B. Jordan, I I guess. You want to do a young one? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, he was a superfly, wasn't he? Or the guy who plays T'Challa, he's good. He is good. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know what's allowed, there, what his name is though. There's a lot of like really good uh, black actors or blackters. Wow. Uh, okay. Some, <laughs> hey, I'm. That is. Uh, that is something I'm uh, shamelessly stealing from a- from actual black actors. That was a weird, brief movement in the like 90s. Yeah, it was. It was weird. It didn't. It didn't the 90s were were strange. And Terry Crews has the comedy scene locked down. Hmm, yeah. Well, there's a bunch. There's, There are some really great black actors right now, actually. Yeah, they're getting, yeah. Um, but they're getting a lot more work recently, it seems. Um, yeah, and, and that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I want to see a new Shaft. Do you know that I didn't know? I didn't realize that the guy from the Allstate commercials was, like, actually in movies and stuff. <laughs> I didn't know! I thought he was just the Allstate guy! And then he's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I was like, what? He's an actual actor? Yeah, he's an actual actor, yeah. yeah. He does actual he movies He doesn't just play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay, but you have to admit, a lot of the times those commercial people aren't actually in films or TV shows. A lot of those commercial people aren't real actors. No, I just mean they, they don't normally get into movies and stuff. I suppose What movie that's true. has has uh what's her face from that other insurance company been in? Flo? You mean Flo? Yeah. Uh, it's weird that we immediately Well, okay, I I guess the other uh, since you said Flo, you mean uh you mean Aaron Easterts? Progressive. That's what it is. <laughs> progressive. Oh my gosh, insurance! I haven't thought about that in a while either. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. Sig, uh, for the kids' sake, put uh, put put the uh, the cartoon character from insurance up on screen. Aaron Oh wow, she's in an episode of Angel, John. Aaron insurance? No, <laughs> Flo. Pretty sure she was cartoon character. Flo. Oh, really? And everybody really? loves Raymond. <laughs> I mean, I don't care about that, but okay. And Mad Men, huh. apparently, and Looney Tunes, and Phineas and Ferb. At least they didn't give her her own show. That would have been a mistake. Yeah, like the cavemen? Exactly like the cavemen, John. That's exactly like what I'm referencing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the cavemen. Yep. Oh, that was so bad. Okay, okay. So she's been in some stuff. So she was an actor, see? All of them are actors. Uh-oh, she's also been in Fred the movie. That's not really a good thing to have on your uh, portfolio. Yeah. Fred, the worst part of YouTube. Getting sort of back on track uh, after many derailments, uh, you know, <laughs> the action genre got hit pretty hard. There's not a lot of action movies going on. Um, <laughs> this was going to be the episode where I go real deep on my Terminator fandom. Now you don't have time anymore. <laughs> re- clearly not. Clearly not. <laughs> this was going to be the episode. I was trying to segue it into... Listen, into... I think we've got a good 20 minutes left. Yeah, we do. We do have a good uh, 20 minutes left. Oh, boy. You know what I miss? Actually, 
actually, actually, John, I want to ask if you think this counts as, as an action movie. I'm sorry. I'm not, I promise I'm going to try okay. to keep it on point by saying it's, action movie. No, this is fine. Um, Indiana Jones? Does that count? That's, a, that's an adventure movie. Adventure movie. That's action okay. adventure, like the mummies. Okay. The mummy yeah, movies, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I want more of those movies. Yeah. I want an Uncharted movie. Uh, okay, know, anyway, wh- let's do, go back to okay. action movies. Okay, no, 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 actually, you know what? Screw action movies. I want to talk about adventure for real quick for a second. Because <laughs> uh, since you brought it up, that, that genre doesn't get a lot of love. I am but so bad about there that, was, too. There were three really, really good, in my opinion, uh, three really good adventure movies that were broadcast on uh, TNT, actually. They, they were made for TV movies. Uh, and there's like a TV show now, but uh, I've only seen the movies. But uh, The Librarian. The Librarian movies are... I, I really enjoyed The Librarian movies. I've never seen uh, them. Which is... A, they're, they're about this guy who, uh, like, he's a 20-something. And this was in, like, the mid-2000s. John! Uh, he's like a 20-something who is... Yeah? Jones. <laughs> no, it is not just Indiana Jones. All right, he he's a twenty-something in like the mid two thousands, um, and he's like super introverted. But he's like he's and he's made himself like a career student basically, just constantly getting more and more degrees, uh, and basically just he he lives with his mom, and he just he keeps going to college and learning more and more things. Um, but eventually, he's like he's told he has to get a job, uh, and he, he he needs to you know he needs to you know just start living his life and doing things and getting out more and and like meeting people and, and that sort of thing. So he goes and he applies for a job as a librarian because like he he's got the qualifications for it. He knows the Dewey Decimal System really well and so on and so forth. So he goes to a big metropolitan uh, uh, library and he applies to be a librarian. Turns out that the job is not actually as a librarian, but as capital L, the librarian, which is like a secret agent that goes around the world getting like mystical artifacts and saving them from bad guys and stuff. I think I've seen a commercial for this before. Hang on, hang on. Did they just steal the girl character from the mummy and like make a thing out of it? Uh, a little bit, but she's a little more competent than him as far as like actual action stuff goes. Um, like he actually, like through the first movie, he just kind of fumbles his way through stuff and relies on his extensive knowledge of useless, otherwise useless information to like solve puzzles and save the world, basically. This sounds like a and, D&D episode, You know, he progressively gets better at it, but but it's really good. Those are really fun movies that, yeah, man. Really, really sounds like a D&D episode. It's it's really good. It kind of is. It's kind of like a D&D oh, campaign. Oh, you rolled up a character with no strength on all intelligence. Well, get ready to yeah. save the world. <laughs> and he gets and he gets like a super badass female sidekick who like basically does all of the actual action stuff while he just kind of flails around and tries not to die during the action scenes. What? And it's That's... kind of brilliant. Well, Hang on. going against the tropes. Hang on. Are you sure he's not a doctor? He's, he's definitely not. He's not the doctor. No. 
he's definitely not the doctor. It, it's a brilliant, brilliant film series, though. I loved it. I, I, I love the librarian. And I've, I, I, and you know what? It has never come up that I got to talk about how much I love that ser that that series of films. So, the good, good derailment, Chris. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're now out of time, and I don't get to talk about my Terminator fandom. Hang on, Maybe there is going to be though. an Uncharted movie, and Tom Holland is going to be Nathan Drake as the young boy? What? If they don't get I Nathan mean, Fillion to be Nathan Drake because of what he did in that fan film, then they're insane. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. have you seen the the uh, game of where, where you play as uh, Nathan Drake as a young kid? Kinda, yeah, I've seen, I've kinda seen looks all like of them. Yeah, <laughs> she's seen yeah, all of them. I've, and, I've uh, seen all of the them. I was there games. for that one. He, he's he's kind of Tom Holland esque. Honestly. Yeah, it looks like they kind of stole his face. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland, I think they stole your face. I'm just saying. In any case, John Terminator. In any case, yeah. Well, maybe next time, because again, we're out of time now. No, um, it's fine. We've got. Ten minutes, maybe. Well, I, you know what? I'll tell you what. We will leave off the Terminator talk for next time, because uh, I there is there is something I wanted to kind of roll out this episode, and I'm going to do it by hook or by crook. Mm -hmm. um, there's just a new a little new segment that I wanna I, I wanted to bring to the show. Okay. Hey guys. Hey guys. Uh huh. Uh huh. I, I got a stupid question. Mm -hmm. And this is this comes to us from uh, r slash stupid questions on Reddit uh, from uh, redditor xo one opossum who asks, huh? "How do I go super slow like a sloth to make time go by faster?" Uh, you have to say that again because I didn't hear the first part. How do I go super slow like a sloth to make time go by faster? <laughs> okay. You kind of laugh, but I kind of have a reverse situation with this kind of story. Mm -hmm. uh, in elementary school, one time, uh, when we were playing uh, dodgeball, you know, as kids do, uh -huh. uh, mm -hmm. the game was getting really intense. Yeah, sure. You know, like people to the left of me and people to the right of me were getting knocked out quickly and quickly. <laughs> and here you are stuck in the middle of you. Uh-huh. There I was like three or four people left on one side and I was there by myself and I knock out two of them. Right? And uh -huh. all I remember from the last one was they kind of lobbed the ball up into the air and all I remember after that is the ball going in super slow motion me just kind of positioning myself slowly underneath it underneath it and catching it as if I was moving like super speed uh-huh uh -huh. you used your one burst of superpowers I, for dodgeball yeah I feel like hearing. that's exactly what happened I, you I had your, you had your one chance. I want to say everyone has experiences like that because I've definitely had experiences like that, but with basketball. Well, yes, Crystal. Of yeah, a absolutely. Everybody gets to tap into the Speed Force once in their life, and Sig, you used yours for dodgeball, huh? It was you pretty decided great use, this, though. This if is I'm your honest. one burst of the Speed Force. I mean, that is pretty cool, though. 
It's really cool. It sounds really cool, but it doesn't really answer the question. How do I go super slow like a sloth to make time go by faster? Yeah, that's what I'm how? saying. It's like the opposite of that. So I don't really have an answer for <laughs> that question. That's but not how I, time I'm works. That's what I want to say to this person. Well, okay, okay but he, he, he goes on and he, he, um, he says that uh, he thinks that if he goes real slowly, mm-hmm. he'll speed up time. And... Uh, and is that is that how it works? By by going super slow and processing things slower, that makes everything go by faster in front of you. For example, a dragonfly process everything faster than humans, and the and the move faster than us. Uh, so they see us go in slow motion. This is why you never catch them without a racket. I want to do the opposite of a dragonfly and go slowly so that everything is going faster in front of me so time can go by faster. So again I ask guys, how do I go by sl- how do I go super slow like a sloth to make time go by faster? Listen, if you just do you lie do down for a bit and just stare at the wall. How do you the do wall. the opposite of a dragonfly? No, but if you no, lie down sick, that's motionless. That's being motionless. He's talking okay, about motion, but slow do. motion. How do you do all it? All he has to do is take, is like barely move every muscle, like very slowly, and then get fired from his job and go home. But will that make time go by faster? How does he make time go by faster like a slow sloth does? Well, it's well technically, the opposite if you're, of a dragon if you're moving fly. your body really, really slowly and not doing anything at all, time might go by, but not technically faster. But time it, just does his perception of time go his, his perception of time would be different, definitely. Um, things would pass him by, and if he kind of zoned out enough, Concentrating on his very slow movements, you know. Next thing he knows, so you're saying fifty years have passed. It could happen. So you're saying that he has to achieve a, a he has to achieve a state of zen in order for, for time to go by fast. Basically, yes. Or what happens to me in large crowds of people, which is why I can't be in a city alone. Uh, I just completely zone out, blank out, and I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. But does that make time go by faster? Um, I don't notice it, so it seems like it's going by faster. Alright, so it looks like the answer to this question uh, is to achieve a state of zen and get into a big crowd. Yeah, just walk around with, like, Mm -hmm. uh, your headphones on and have it constantly playing some white noise. My advice is don't look at the clock. Don't have your phone on you. Because if you have your phone on you, you're always going to check okay. the time. Yeah. And the okay, watch so, pot never boils. So stand what? in the middle of a crowd yeah. in the middle of a big city, <laughs> move your muscles real slow, achieve a state of zen, have headphones on playing white noise, and also... Yeah. Uh, and you're going to get pickpocketed and maybe murdered, but it's okay because time will go by faster. Well, you're not going to have your phone with you because you threw that away because it has a clock on it. Don't cross any streets also. Um, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Don't cross streets. But why not? Because time will go by f- so fast. The cars will just speed right past you. They will not They will not interfere with your movement. Um, It'll be like you're true. standing still. Citation true. needed for that Alternatively, one. Alternatively, carry a lucky cricket. But now, guys, it seems like this has a lot of steps involved. And I, I think maybe he would appreciate, or she, not assuming, uh, but I'm, I'm assuming that uh, XO1 Opossum would perhaps 
they would perhaps want something just a little bit, you know, a little simpler. We got a lot of steps on this one. Can we trim off the fat a little bit? Uh, how how do they go super slow like a slot to make time go by faster? If you trim off a little bit of the fat there. You gotta get a time turner. That's the answer. Mm, but that, that those are illegal, I'm pretty sure. For 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 muggles especially, so yeah, um, black market items. So I, I guess yeah. I guess that their best option really is just uh, just achieve that state of zen and don't look at clocks. Yeah, no, pretty much. Yoga. Take some yoga classes. Hmm. Hang out in tree. Hang out in yoga. a tree for a little while. Sure, it's good for balance. Don't fall. Hang in or die, cat. <laughs> Strengthen those fingertips a bit, you know, so you can hang down off the branches. You know, the longer you're out in nature, the, mm. so, the faster so, time seems to go So by. two options here, it sounds like. Go into a, the middle of a big city and time will go by faster <laughs> or go, go away from civilization or as far as possible course. and time will go by faster. So because you know the why problem. you're so distracted by everything around you. It's the opposite of a city. It's the opposite of a city. It's so beautiful that it's relaxing, but that makes the time go by faster. Whereas in a city, everything's crazy and hectic, so you so gotta slow the yourself down. That they have, so they have not. That they have struck the just the wrong balance of nature versus civilization. They gotta go full nature or full civilization for time to move faster. Right, I it's so. it's different for everybody. One person might find it easier one way, another person might find it easier another. So, you know, whatever gets you to that state of uh, Okay, so zen so the answer I guess the then zone. is uh, how how do you how, how do you go super slow like a slot to make time go by faster? You just do that. You do that thing and then that'll happen. You you do you just go super slow like a slot and time will go by faster. Yeah, you just go slow. Mm. Like, he's answering his own question. Just move slowly. Like a robberos, like the, the snake that eats its uh, own tail. Answers his own question. Sure. Exactly. Well, I hope that helps. Um, that's going to do it for us here on Original Name Do Not Steal, the podcast for regular people, uh, where we promise nothing and deliver less. Hey. And uh, thank you for tuning in. See you next time, guys. Good night. Patreon. Give us money. Maybe Patreon? Maybe Patreon. <laughs>